And joining me right now here on the phone line to talk some sports here on a Thursday, as he always does, he's Mr. 321, and it appears also Mr. 904. He is Tim Walters of the Florida Today newspaper. Cue his music. There's no I in team, but there is in Tim. How's bowling going on Monday, then? (laughs) Not very good. I talk about it on my podcast. On my podcast. Podcast. I love it when a plan comes together. Tim Walters, how you doing today, buddy? Hey, Mark. The beautiful warm weather has returned. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. How you been? Yeah, you're not joking around with that. Yeah, it was pretty bad last weekend. We're going to have 80s now because you and me are meteorologists. I like it. I do. Um, let's start with the NFL playoffs. What do you think of these matchups? And we will start with the AFC, probably the game of the weekend where you have Baltimore and Kansas City. What do you think of this? Well, you remember last week, I picked both of those games incorrectly. (laughs) The Ravens, boy, they're good, aren't they? Um, But you you might recall, or you might not, but I said that I was going to take the Bills over the Chiefs, even though I feel like the Chiefs would probably win. And if they do, I'm not picking against Patrick Mahomes anymore. So that's when I'm going to stick with that, Mark. I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs over the Baltimore Ravens because Patrick Mahomes just doesn't lose in the playoffs. Were you upset watching the Ravens destroy your pick? Is that what you're saying? I wasn't. You know what? Uh, hey, C.J. Stroud, you got to give it up for him for that team in the future. Him and Tank Dell, they're going to be you know legitimate stars. I, I think that that team's got a lot of good things. D'Amico Ryan looks like he's going to be a star head coach. So you know, I, I wasn't so upset that they lost. I mean, they, they certainly got hammered. Uh, the Ravens continuing to show me that they're better than I think they are. But there's just something. You know, for so many years, I did picks against Tom Brady, against the Patriots. It always looked like they were playing a team that was more superior to them, whether it had been Peyton Manning or whoever else they were playing. And they always won. And so I'm not going to be that guy. You know, 10 years from now, I'm going to look back and go, yep, I just kept picking Patrick Mahomes, and I was right like six times. So uh, that's where I'm going to stick. And if they lose, they lose. I have no dog in the fight. I posed this question earlier in the week to another Jaguars reporter, and I'm going to say it to you. You see the effort by the Texans. They got obliterated in that second half. Does that show you how far the AFC South is to competing for a championship right now? <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of hard to put that on a team that, that with so much youth. But, hmm. yeah, I, I think that when you look at what the AFC South is going to be with Stroud, I think the Jaguars bounce back better. Trevor Lawrence needs to step up his game. I think that the Titans are going to be much improved if Callahan can really kind of get the best out of Will Levis because I saw some moments of real potential greatness out of Will Levis this year. I don't know how much of that Dolphins game you watch, but there's just some grittiness. There's some skill. He debuted by throwing four touchdowns in his first game ever. So you've got that. And then, obviously, the Colts are a wild card. Anthony Richardson, will he, won't he? Should they just keep Gardner Minshew? That one's a little bit more muddled. But, you know, I I think that the South, you're right, they're still very far off. The AFC North didn't have a team with a losing record. You know, the Bengals miss out at 9-8, and even though Jake Browning is playing, like, you know, lights out. So uh, there is a way to go. But I do like that I think the Houston Texans certainly have a bright future. 
I'm sorry I have to say this to you, but I'm sticking to my guns. The Jaguars should have taken Aiden Hutchinson with the first pick in that draft over Trayvon Walker. I After what I've seen this postseason, I, I, they made the wrong pick at one. What's your take? Yeah, I mean, look, he's he is a game wrecker. There's no doubt about that with Hutchinson. But if you look at the second half of the season for Trayvon Walker, I think he finally turned it on. He's figuring it out. The guy is huge. Uh, I, I can't do him justice. When I was, you know, at, during their um, their their practices before the season, when I was going up there, and you kind of see them out there mm. where they're not fully in all of their gear and stuff, and you just see them broken out in different player groups. He was a half a head above everybody else. I mean, it looked like he was on a stepladder in a in an area of giants. So I'm not going to write off Trayvon Walker. You know, he got, what was it, six and a half sacks late in the season or so, in the second half of the season. He, he really turned it on. He's figuring it out. Now, has Aiden Hutchinson been better? Of course. You know, in hindsight, after two years, did the Jaguars maybe get it wrong? Yes. But I don't think they got it so wrong that Trayvon is a bust. And I think his best years are ahead of him. And, you know, what is he? He's like, I think he's about six foot five, six foot six. He's 280 pounds. Even if he fails at being a football player, he could be a great professional wrestler. In in hindsight, I feel bad for the Jaguars from the standpoint. Look, and you're right. He still has a shot. He does. I still think Hutchinson should have been the pick. There was no quarterbacks in that draft. If if the Jaguars, like right now, if they had the first pick like my Bears do, Jaguars would have traded the pick and got a King's Ransom. They just, they didn't know what to do at one. It, it's such a weird draft in hindsight. Okay, let's go back. You're not picking against Patrick Mahomes, but do you think Lamar Jackson and the Ravens can win this football game? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Like, uh, at this point, I'm not going to be surprised with either of these two teams because they both look like they're better than either NFC offering. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Ravens have just been absolutely lights out, but... So, yeah, am I going to be surprised? No, but I just it just seems like Patrick Mahomes can be limping. You know, he could have been poked in the eye, you know, his collarbone sticking out, and he's still going to throw for 300 yards and four touchdowns in a playoff game. Is it high scoring or low scoring? Uh, you know, I think this one will probably be pretty high scoring. I think that they're going to go back and forth. I think this one's going to be more like a heavyweight fight. It might start off a little bit slow, and then once one of them scores, I, I think it's going to be on. So this one might be a, a 34-31 or something like that. I might take the over. Okay. If we're going to do betting, who's going to be shown more on the TV? Taylor Swift or now Travis Kelsey's brother without his shirt on? Who what's, who gets it more now on TV? Oh, dear God. I, I think I know what my vote is for. But, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm not as much as uh, – as offended or, or sick of seeing Taylor Swift at this point, it's just furniture. It's something you've seen a bunch now. Mm. It was odd when, like, you know, Isaiah Pacheco scores a touchdown and they show Taylor Swift. That's a little disjointed, but since Travis Kelsey's not scoring the TD, they had to figure out some way to get her on screen. But my God, I could go the rest of my life without seeing Jason I- Kelsey shirtless. But here's the one thing that really struck me about that, Mark. What? Go back on the internet. And look at that picture of him with his arms out, no shirt on. But then look at his hand. There's a beer can in his hand that looks like it's one of those micro products. You know, it looks like, I mean, it looks like an eight-ounce can in a giant hand. I mean, I noticed just it's like that's a regular-sized beer. 
and that man's giant mitt. Uh-huh. So you forget how large these people are until you see a regular everyday item dwarfed in their presence. I, it's like Andre the Giant, right? Kind of like that, where he'd hold cans. Is that it reminded me of? It did. I like the idea. So Taylor Swift is there, but then a solar eclipse comes in front of her, and you can't see her anymore. And it's it's Kelsey <laughs> without his shirt on. And my other thought is, that's going to be the best man at, at Taylor Swift's wedding. Just think about that. That's probably going to happen. He'll be the best man. Did you see that coming five years ago? <laughs> no, that, that'll that be interesting. Uh, you know, Maybe what the Ravens need to do to counteract that, who could they get that, that's as big as Taylor Swift that could come in and, Ooh. you know, say they're dating Lamar Jackson and Ooh. take TV time away? Uh, you know, who's somebody out there, Mark? Because I, I don't know a lot about um, – you know, who the biggest grossing young ladies are out there. Oh, but come is on. Is there anyone that could maybe take away a little bit of that shine from like, Taylor Swift? Yeah, I'd say Rihanna, but she's now married with children. It'd be like Doja Cat shows up. Something crazy like that. Yeah, so the newer artists. That sort of, see, I know what the kids are into. Come on, man. I'm still hip. You got to give me credit. Yeah, well, it'll be a few years before I'm there because my daughter, she's just starting to like Taylor Swift. She's nine. So I figure by about 12 Man. or 13, I'll know all of the hip people again. Uh, Zendaya, isn't she somebody yeah. who's, like, big? I, I think I heard that name recently. I don't know if she could rival Taylor Swift. But, you know, maybe they could get somebody in there. You I don't know, know, Mark. Maybe the, maybe the uh, future queen of England can come in. Look, you better start saving your money now. Because in a couple years, your daughter's going to say something to you. And you better be ready. And you know what that is? Dad, I want to go see Taylor Swift in concert. So you better – I know you probably have some, like, savings account for a college education. You might have to get into that if you're going to be going to these concerts, buddy, because that will be coming. Well, I'm just going to tell her, uh, hey, let me check with my buddy Mark Moses, who's got ties <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> you, would, you would be amazed – by the way, we're here with Tim Walters. You'd be amazed how many people last year were messaging me, hey – Come on, Mark. You got those tickets? I need them. I need those tickets. I'm like, no, I can't give you the tickets because we gave away on our, our, you know, our top 40 station and country. We gave away the Taylor Swift tickets and constantly people are hitting me up. Come on, Mark. You're going to, no, I can't. I can't help you. I'm sorry. No, like, ah, you suck. All right. Suck. Yeah. You're the worst, Mark. So I'm, I'm not the people's champ, if that's what you're wondering. But again, what was the biggest offer you got? (laughs) The best. Okay. The best story ever. If we're going to do this on the air on a Thursday. Um, the best was my mother. She called me up. This is early 2022. It's kind of a frantic call. She calls me up. She's like, all right, Mark, can you hook me up with tickets to Paul McCartney in Orlando? And I'm like, no, I was like, I can get you monster truck tickets in Orlando. She's like, (laughs) she's like, uh, that's literally, there wasn't even an answer. It was just like, ah, uh, all right, I got to go. And she hung up the phone on me and then she purchased the tickets. So she, in her brain, she's like, I'll try my son. He's got connections. Maybe before I spend all this money, maybe he can help me out. So I disappointed my mother again. That's right, Tim. That's how we roll. <laughs> Well, Mark, I mean, I'm sure because you work for a radio station, I work for a newspaper, I get all the time, don't you know that? You work for a newspaper. Or don't you know them? You work for the newspaper. It's like, yes, we have magical powers 
where we yeah. know everybody, have connections to everything, and things just fall out of the sky into our lap. You know? Yeah, that's right. It's okay. great. Yeah, that's right. We'll put you in the locker room. Yeah, we'll see what's going to happen then. All right, that's what we're going to do. We're here at Tim Walters, Florida Today newspaper. All right, so your official pick, are you going to the Chiefs or the Ravens? Chiefs. All right, going Chiefs. Let's go to the other game. The 49ers are here again. I know your Jets have not won the Super Bowl in about 100 years. But the Niners, again, have a chance to go back to the Super Bowl. Do you like the Niners or the Detroit Lions, who've never been to the Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'm like the most of the country where I want the Lions to win. But I just think the 49ers are just a better team. I, I just do. Um, it, it's hard for me to see the Lions overcoming that really good defense of the Niners. Their offense has been lights out. Christian McCaffrey is, you know, he's incredible. Debo Samuel, incredible, even though he was hurt uh, a little bit late in that game last week. And another guy they brought in who is a former Jaguar comes in and, you know, he, he's, he's contributing. And then you've got Brock Purdy who's playing lights out. And, you know, I, I, it's just hard for me to pick the Lions over the 49ers. The Niners are a full, they're a seven point, they're a full touchdown favorite in this game. So that one's going to be tough. The over-under is at 51. I think I'd take the over in this game. I think it might be fairly high scoring, but I'm going to have to go with the Niners. So my official Super Bowl pick is Chiefs and 49ers. He's going with that. All right. As a lifelong Jets fan, were you happy the Bills choked again in the playoffs? It's just incredible. I mean, it's just one of those things, again, where Patrick Mahomes, has the number of Josh Allen and the Bills. I, I don't know what else you can say. I mean, it's at the Bills' home stadium. They have every advantage in the world, and they just can't get it done. So uh, it just tells me that, you know, a few years ago, Mark, I, I almost uh, wrote a parody song uh, about Tom Brady called uh, The Devil Went Down to Tampa. And, you know, <laughs> kind of like the devil went down to Georgia, and he was talking to Tom Brady, uh, you know, about giving him his soul. I think Patrick Mahomes maybe is the one whose uh, soul might be with the devil now because he, he just keeps winning, and that and that's just what happens there. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you hook me up with tickets? What's your problem, you jerk? Come on. You have inside information with the newspaper. Come on, man. Why aren't you hooking me up? I don't know. I'm still wondering where what, what monster truck thing can you get me tickets for? <laughs> You're like... You're like, uh, I can get you John Torres' phone number. Does that count? Oh, it does. That's big time. John Torres' phone number. I like it. Um, what are you working on this week with the Florida Today newspaper? Oh, I'm glad you asked. We got a lot of really cool stuff going on uh, in Brevard and around the state. Uh, first, shout out to Brian McCallum and Chastity yeah. Banks, our two reporters here at Florida Today. They did a great job covering the Cape Coast Conference tournament, basketball, boys and girls basketball tournament that went on last week. And uh, Palm Bay ended up winning both the boys' and the girls' titles. We had an all-area team. Uh, we actually are presenting all 10 uh, male athletes and female athletes with nice uh, certificates for being on the uh, All-Cape Coast uh, 2024 team. So really cool stuff there. As far as things moving forward, uh, there's a lot of really cool things that we're doing, such as next week, I am interviewing two people for my podcast. They're going to be a, a two-for-one in the podcast. One is a person I know you know well, Vince Bobot, over at the Highland Mint. We're going to be nice. talking about the Super Bowl coin, which, as I said, may uh, include the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. And then I'm also interviewing our local guy, Frankie Ruggieri, 
who's the one that's got the uh, the online uh, what is it the poll that he's been doing for years to get the Super Bowl no. moved from Sunday to Saturday, and uh, he's now up to like two hundred thousand signatures, and he's still trying to get somebody in the NFL to acknowledge him. So we'll have both Frankie and Vince Bobot, and I'll be writing some stories about that. So that's really fun. And then coming up even after that, Mark, we're looking at the 50th anniversary of the Players' Championship coming in March. So we're going to be having some coverage coming up on that. I actually am doing a a pre-interview with uh, Fred Funk, who is the 2005 Players' Championship winner. So that's going to be something released soon. And then, of course, this Saturday you have the Rolex 24. We have had a ton of coverage from our our, uh, sister newspaper, the Daytona Beach News Journal. Their two reporters, Brian Fritt, and Ken Willis are easily the two ra- best racing reporters in the business. Ken's been doing it for 40 years, and he he's forgotten more than any of us will ever know. Those guys, they did my podcast, the State of Florida Sports Podcast. You can get it wherever you get podcasts. Uh, you can also look in the pages of Florida today. I've been taking all sorts of their coverage and getting that in the paper. So uh, the Rolex 24 is a lot of fun. That's this weekend. Kicks off at 1.40 and then goes for 24 hours, roughly 650 to 700 laps of racing. And then, of course, that leads up to the 66th running of the Daytona 500, which will be the week after the Super Bowl, Sunday, February 18th. So, Mark, even though football season is coming to a close, there's still so much going on. And, of course, pitchers and catchers are reporting soon. We'll have some stuff on that. So I I could go on and on, Mark. We're at Tim Walters of the Florida Today newspaper. That's really cool. Um, yeah, I'm excited for Speed Week or Speed Weeks. I always get confused how to say it. Um, I'm going up there on the on I think it's 2:15 to do my show. It's going to be awesome. It, I, I love the 500. Have you ever gone there to just watch it as a fan? No, uh, I've gone up there. I've taken laps on the track. I've stood up on the stanchion where they wave the start finish line flag, but I've not actually gone to the race as a fan. I've only been to the uh, boy, I think it was back when it was the Firecracker 400 yeah. in July. I, I've been to that in the past uh, a couple of times, but I've never been to the Daytona 500, so it's something that I need to do. And I should also mention I have booked in, I believe it's two weeks, I have our Florida's own Ross Chastain booked to be on my podcast. So I look forward to talking to him for the third time. He's always a great interview. All right. I say this every year to you. I will say it again. Super Bowl is played on a Sunday. I don't care how many signatures you get. Uh, it's on a Sunday, buddy. I don't want the Saturday. It's Sunday night. That's what it is. Well, then why don't we uh, somehow fight to get the uh, the holiday that's the following Monday moved back a week. So Monday is a All day right. off for people. So Or let's start the Super Bowl at 3 o'clock. I mean, let, let's at least get it done a little bit earlier in the day. If anything, I think this kid needs to get together a petition that says that the college football national championship game shouldn't be played at 8.30 on a Monday night because that's horrible. All college football games are played on Saturday. Why do we put the title game at 8.30 on a Monday night? That I don't get, Mark. It's a great point. I I like also where there's 10 hours of pregame Super Bowl coverage on TV. Then when the game's supposed to start, they'll have another 15 minutes of previewing. We got it. (laughs) We know who's in the game. We're good. Don't worry about it. We're all right. Okay. I have something to tell you. I know this is on you. I think you need to bring back your top five lists for 2024. We've not done it in a while. Moving forward, can we do the top five list? 
Ooh, yes. Uh, if you can send me a reminder a day in advance, <laughs> I will start doing some marvelous top fives. I got to tell you, th- especially during football season, Mark, things obviously get crazy. Yes. My time is short, but now things are freeing up. I can breathe again. I'll try and start brainstorming some top fives because you're right. Uh, I, I miss doing those. Those were always a lot of fun. So uh, I will do my best. In, in whatever capacity I can to bring you some yeah. top five lists. Yeah, because it'll be top five candy bars, top five cereals, top five times you got turned down at the University of Florida. Like, they're great lists. They really are. And I like hearing these stories. Um, I will end with this then, with Tim Walters of the Florida Today. We're going to Megacon next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to preview that. Uh, Tim's going to go for his first time. Oh, man. I can't wait. It, you are going to become a man. It'll be your bar mitzvah. It's going to be awesome. So I hope you're ready for this. Am I going to become a man or am I going to lose part of my manhood? Uh, <laughs> but no, I, in all seriousness, I am super excited. People who listen to this show uh, know that I'm a big fan of the Transformers. It is their 40th year since the toys were released. And I still have most of my originals sitting right here in front of me in my home office. Uh, they are on a nice shelf. I dust them about once a year. But they also have uh, had a couple of 40th anniversary Transformers released. So uh, I have both of those, Soundwave and Blaster, for those who are fans. And also, Mark, this is one of the things that's become my signature is what? I do a video for the USA Today Network Florida Sports Network, and it's called The Two-Minute Drill. And it's me kind of once a week giving in, in a two-minute wrap-up what's coming up or what people should be uh, watching out for and things like that. And every week I put a different Transformers display over my left shoulder. Mm-hmm. And my boss never noticed till I pointed it out. And I put screen grabs of it on my Transformers nerd group on Facebook <laughs> that I'm a part of. And these people absolutely love me. They treat me like a rock star, Mark. Uh, I did ask if I can expense Transformers and but no, my boss no. said no. I've also, I've also talked to your wife that I have to make sure when we go to Megacon, you don't drop $3,000 on Transformer stuff. I hope you know that. <laughs> yeah, she only wants me to bring one or two things home, not 10 or 15. Dude, so, Mark, you're, you're going to be my governor there, my friend. No, you like, it's like you're the son. Dad, can I buy this? No, bro. No. <laughs> I'm just like, no. Can't. I know you see those videos where they have these giant ones. And they're voice activated to transform. I know you want one of those with all your heart. I know you do. Yeah. Oh, those are a little out of my price range. The Optimus Prime one is like $800 and the Grimlock is like $1,400. Unfortunately, uh, even though we're journalists and things fall from the sky into our laps and we get tickets for everything, we don't get paid a whole lot. I saw that one. That's the, the dinosaur one, right? I saw it this. is. Oh, I saw this thing. It, it, there was a video on TikTok where... This woman goes, she's like, why are men always busy? And it pans to the guy. Here's why I'm busy. And he shows the, the gridlock transformer move. It's awesome. <laughs> really is. Um, Tim Walters, Florida Today newspaper. Thanks for your help and have a great day. All right, Mark. I appreciate it. And I love it when a plan comes together.